Candice. Hey. Do you not know my name? Is that why you just said hey? Hey, you. Hey, champ. Sport. Kiddo. How was your day? Tell me how your day was. My day was just fine. Uh-huh. Same. But uh-huh. I had a tennis lesson. Can you tell? Uh, no. I can't. Oh, okay. No. Do I not look? I feel like an elite athlete now. You are. Mm. I just say no because you're not carrying a racket with you. Uh. That's how I would have known. <laughs> That's usually how you distinguish tennis players from non-tennis players. Mm. So if you see Nick Curios on the street, you're like, well... He's not a tennis player. Could be anyone. Yeah. Yeah. He's not carrying a record, so we no. can't be sure. Yeah. How was your tennis lesson? It was so good. Yay! Except it's one of those things where um, you take one step forward in one thing and then like a thousand back and everything else. Yeah. So like I would hit a really good return, mm-hmm. but then I could not get a serve in, you yeah. know? I was just going to ask, are, were they happy returns? <laughs> there were many happy returns, Candice. <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> Candice, how was your day? You went to the gym. How was I did. it? Did it ask about me? Did it miss me? Jim uh, sends his regards. Okay. <laughs> Warmest regards, oh, even. Okay. Mm. Well, it's not the same as happy returns, so. No. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. My butt hurts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Getting right into it. The muscles, I should flag. Yeah. Okay. No, the, the gym was good. I was listening to bodybuilding podcasts. Don't talk about the competition. <laughs> Why did you talk about the competition? I was just thinking I should really start a podcast about sport. If only you knew someone to start a podcast with. Or a sport to talk about. Mm. Well, see, I'm really, uh, I would say I'm a sports generalist now. Uh-huh. Because I'm so good at so many sports. Such as? Um, walking. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive? No, no. I just, I just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I... I do tennis. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say that I'm strong in the field, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it. You're thinking a track and field now, so yeah. you've gotten confused. Um, I've played soccer in the past. Uh-huh. I, f- I feel like I'm reading my CV. Yeah. I did rowing. Uh-huh. Um, I have tried my hand at backyard cricket. But how is your table tennis? It's awful. I'm okay. so bad. <laughs> I do not have the reaction well, skills and times necessary to play table tennis. I don't think you should call yourself a sports generalist until you have at least... Mastered table uh, tennis? Well, I was going to say at least a rudimentary understanding. Okay. I mean, yeah. I understand how the game works, if that helps. It's the one with the shuttlecock, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the six pointers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a cricket shot right yeah. there. Well, that's how I play tennis. Yeah. The farther out the ball the better <laughs> we i have... try to hit home runs mm. so the gym was good the gym was good excellent um i've lost my train of thought oh darn sorry diddly darn you know who else lost their train of energy daniel ricardo in no. saudi arabia <laughs> that is so brutal why do you keep coming up with the worst ones it was like speaking of being on fire pierre gasly <laughs> Speaking of running out of energy, Daniel Ricciardo, I, I reckon we're going to get to the end of the season and you're somehow going to do a kind of a nice segue. To be fair, they've been good segues. Mm. And be like, speaking of losing championships, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully Max Verstappen. Jamie and I went down quite the rabbit hole. What are you, what are you about Monday to bring up? Evening. What are you about to bring up? We found Wattpad. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about, um, because if I may just provide some context Mm. to all of this, before we get to the Wattpad thing, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking of when you first said that. So 
one of the episodes that I want to do with you in this podcast, Cairns, mm. is I want to test your knowledge of the circuits. I really wish you wouldn't. And the tracks <laughs> on the Formula One calendar for 2022. <laughs> and you said that in turn you would make me do an equally hard quiz, like guessing <laughs> the feet of each driver. And I was like, surely the the bare feet of all the drivers are not just readily available online. And I said, show me Sebastian Vettel's feet. And you immediately pulled up a photo. Lo and behold. He has great feet. This is this is a the, Formula One comment? and feet podcast. <laughs> um, we said Formula One-ish, to be fair. Yeah. To be fair. Um, the comment on WikiFeet was... It was, yeah, great. It was WikiFeet. It was WikiFeet. Mm-hmm. Uh, big and manly. Shall I just quickly look it up? If you could look up. Seb Vettel feet bracket bear. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just put in Seb Vettel wiki feet. How about that? Mm. Sebastian Vettel's feet. Goodness. Oh, Charlotte Claire's there too. Oh, heavens. Oh, hang on. Which photo? Oh, it was the... (laughs) Yeah, it's the black and white one. That's right. Um, How do I find the comments? You just scroll down. Mm. I know too much about this (laughs) website. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Um, nice, big, sexy feet. (laughs) Is that going to go on his gravestone? I certainly hope so. I would be asking for that if I were him. Um, look, not the first thought I would have seeing his feet. I mean, he's got nice feet. They're adequate. I'm going to have to cut you off right there. I'm going to have to end this. Okay, go back to the Wattpad thing. That's even worse. Yes, it was when I searched, uh... My I fell and my fingers hit the keyboard <laughs> and it said Seb Vettel feet. Yes. Um, so weird when that happens. No, isn't it just... And a Wattpad came up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> An individual. Yeah. Well, I think I think you your can name. name him. What? No, it was like it, you oh, are right. within was, the story. I was going to say is the that's so weird. I definitely used a pen name. <laughs> That's so weird. Was my email attached to it? Oh, Um, Oh, rookie mistake. No, you, you, your name, your name. I get get you. You are the main character Uh of this story. And, uh, see, I'm just not super familiar with all the Wattpad ones because I'm too cool. I mean, neither was I. I I had friends that read with the One Direction ones at school. Oh, to me, (laughs) to you, not just around me. (laughs) And Louis (laughs) Stroke. Harry's hair. It was. It was. Is quite there one a called Louie? Yeah. Is you, it like Louie, Dewey, and Tui? Yeah. Like, like the ducks? No. <laughs> Donald Duck's kids? No. But you, you did well, Louie and Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, so your name. Your name is in uh side of no, no. Your name is in a group chat. Is this the one you're thinking of, or are you thinking of the one with Verstappen? I'm thinking of the one with Verstappen. Yeah. So you... We can't repeat most of that, I would say, because no, it is quite explicit. I'm looking for a way to say this that is arable. <laughs> you are in an entanglement <laughs> with... A conscious coupling. A conscious coupling yep. with the fictional character... Mm-hmm. Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. So getting back to that race recap that we definitely have gotten into. We have 12 been, minutes into yeah, the episode. <laughs> May I just flag something before we really get into it? Sure. I've been made aware by fans of the podcast, and by fans I mean people that I know who I've made 
listen to the podcast. What, at gunpoint? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sit right next to them and I just stare at them. I have been made aware that I I swear a lot in this podcast, (laughs) which has shocked some people to their very core. So I want to say right now, I think it's because of tennis, because I take it so seriously that when I mess up a a shot, I swear. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to really take a step back from that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop being such a huge <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to stop swearing. <laughs> anyway, so that is my promise to you, dear listener. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can hold me to that. So may I just say... Before we get into the recap of the race, oh. despite the fact that we've already been recording for 15 minutes, mm. it really just felt like all the signs in the universe were saying, dear God, don't race here. There was a literal sign on the track that falling literally down fell off onto the said, track. Do not race here. The well, sign the sign did say not say, no. but I feel like the universe very much said that. And then, you know, it could not the, have been any clearer. Yeah. And then the oil attack mm. and human rights issues. It just felt like there was a lot of stuff that really just felt dangerous track crashes. Mick Schumacher. Thank goodness. He's okay. Thank goodness. Pleased to hear that he's doing well. If Um, I may read mm. you the statistics. Oh, go last year. We had five DNFs. Yep. Didn't we have six this year? We had seven. (laughs) So this year we had five DNFs and two did not even fucking start. DNFS. That, that swear word was Candace just flagging. That yeah. wasn't me. No. I'm still in the clear. So this year, mm. we had Mick, who did not start because of his unfortunate quali crash. It was yeah. in quali, wasn't it? Was it was pretty hard to watch, wasn't it? It was rough. Like, they, I mean, they did the right thing, and they didn't show any close-ups of the car until they knew he was okay, which, to be fair, was when he was already off the track and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty scary to sit there. It, it sort of reminded me, although they didn't do the replays of it live like they did with Norris, but do you remember when Norris had that huge crash in at Spa? spa? Oh. Yeah, and it was just awful to relive it because it just looks so sickening. Mm. Anyway, but we're glad he's okay. He he's did not okay. start the race. So we had Albon, Bottas, Alonso, Ricardo. We had one more. Latifi. Latifi. Put it in the wall. Put it in the wall. Once again, I'm really glad he's okay. I don't want anyone to get hurt in this No, exactly. And can I just segue very quickly off that Mm. and come back to Latifi in a second and just mention the whole saga that happened with that marshal that was removed from his job? Absolutely. Yeah, for wishing... Infuriating. It was, it was, and incredibly disappointing as well. Mm. Uh, So for people who may not have heard, this Marshall responded to a tweet about Lewis Hamilton and said that he wished Lewis Hamilton would have a crash similar to Romain Grosjean in um, Bahrain in end of 2020, which Mm. was a horrific crash, and he was very lucky to get out of that as well off as he did. He suffered some serious burns. He did, yeah. And even if he hadn't, even if the car hadn't gone up in flames, it would still have been an awful crash. So much force. Exactly. And I just think, what a horrible thing to say about someone. Like, I... I don't want Max Verstappen to win the championship, Mm. but never in a million years would I wish something like that upon him or any other driver. I wish no harm befall any driver. Yeah, exactly. Or engineer or anyone. Ever. It's just an awful, awful thing to say about someone, especially someone as awesome as Lewis Hamilton. And he was a fire marshal. Yeah. It's just... 
can you imagine if he hadn't put hypothetically? There's a lot of yeah. hypotheticals in this scenario. If I'm this about hadn't to paint been out. picked up, if this hadn't been picked up, yeah. Hamilton, God forbid, has a crash yeah. where he is on fire. Yeah. This fire marshal is in the back of his head going, "Yay!" Yeah. Awful. Maybe I might be a bit slow with the extinguisher today. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot have that attitude when you're supposed to be in charge of safety. How do people like that even get in? Like, how are they not screened out? How's that question question two in the interview? Yeah. Hey, what would you do if Lewis Hamilton was on fire? Hypothetically. um, Yeah. Hypothetically, uh, would you want any driver on the grid to crash and burst into a ball of flames? No? Okay, good. You've got the job. Third question. Mm. Do you know how to use a fire extinguisher? Yes. That's, that should be the interview. Yeah. Yes, and I will use it should I need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got the job. But mm. yes, that was really disappointing to see. And just the cherry on top of the shit sandwich <laughs> that was the crap show of Saudi Arabia. Yes. So going back to Latifi, very glad he's okay. Yes. And the crash, it didn't look like it was too bad of a crash, put it that way. It didn't no. seem as high impact as Mick Schumacher's. Not as many Gs. Not as many Gs. Not as many Hs. Not as many Is. But one L. Yeah. <laughs> For Latifi. For losing. Loss. Yeah. Loss for Latif. Yeah. It's a double it's a double entendre, you yeah. might say. So <laughs> the joke tricky. here is <laughs> Please do explain. Uh yes, yeah, so I'm glad he is safe and well, mm. but it did feel like a little bit of a I won't say him paying homage to <laughs> Abu Dhabi last year. <laughs> but it felt like a bit of a recall, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he, he does not plan to do these things. He I, seems like a very nice guy. And the way that he was treated after Abu Dhabi last year was also really horrible. He copped a lot of cyberbullying in the wake of that incident, which was not at all deserved. But speaking of if I may cyberbully him, mm. I'm not actually going <laughs> to cyberbully him. But if I may, mm. I found it comical to no end that he immediately after the crash was like, I have no idea how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> when you could watch the onboard and be like, you could see exactly how that happened <laughs> by like understeering and oversteering. Yeah. By losing control of the and car. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I couldn't drive that car. I could. Because you're a famous sports generalist. Yep. So who would have thought that the best racing we'd get in this, well, apart from Verstappen and Leclerc, because again, we had a very nice battle between the two of them. Mm. Alpine. That was fun. That was really nice fun. Nice seeing some Ocon Alonso action there. I really enjoyed it. I think there was an interview after where Ocon was like, I'm not just going to yield to Alonso. And Fair enough. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's yeah. It is a team, but you are getting points individually. Mm. And at the end of the day, their careers are individual. So. Yeah, and the team was clearly happy to let them fight. Yeah. Because otherwise they would have instigated some team orders and told them to cut it out but I think it was totally fair and it was fair racing as well it was fun to watch it was fun to watch and I had a look at the onboard from Alonso after the race Mm -hmm. and it was really interesting because you could see just how closely the cars can follow it was really cool to see like I was sort of wincing in my chair being like oh god it just felt like they were literally on course for a collision but it was just some great racing I'm really, and some great following. I'm really enjoying this season mm. and how closely the cars can follow. I agree. And the aforementioned battle between Verstappen and Leclerc mm. was very fun to watch and fun. enjoyable for both drivers. It seems mm. like that's I. They're all very competitive people, and I'm sure they would find that very fun being able to close follow that closely. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and I think 
they're being a bit more jovial and lighthearted about it because it's early in the season, right? Nick oh, absolutely. If this were the second last race, everybody would be like, mm. I mean, to be fair, Verstappen was already kind of doing that when Leclerc was crossing the the pit lane line. Um, it gave me energy of like when you're in maths class and yeah. like the kid behind you is going, Miss Leclerc is using a pen instead of a pencil. <laughs> I thought you said we have to use pencil. Should we talk about our, what we predicted? I lost. You did. <laughs> Just by so. Can I say that if if the race, I know this isn't how the races work, right? <laughs> Hypothetically. If, hypothetically, if the race had stopped at lap 20, I would have been spot on with my prediction. I would have been dead right. I would have had the top five in the correct order exactly. In the hypothetical situation that never happens where the race ends halfway through. I still had the correct people, mm. just in a different order. Mm-hmm. So I had Leclerc number one. Mm-hmm. Because I was feeling optimistic, right? I was talking to you and your partner about this at length. I was really stewing over my decision over whether I put Verstappen in P1 or Leclerc. I'd say you're stewing as if your predictions were going to determine the result of the race. (laughs) I felt a really heavy burden on my shoulders. So I was really worried that we might see Leclerc hit a wall Mm. and, you know, not necessarily put his car into a wall in the same way that Latifi did and he such that he couldn't continue driving. Mm. But we've seen in the past, I think we saw in one of the practice sessions we saw last year, he has had contact with the walls in Saudi Arabia. And so I worried that that might've been the case, especially in such a fast circuit that has, it's not a particularly forgiving circuit either because there's so no many runoff. Corners. There's so many corners. There's no runoff. The walls are like very, scary yeah i mean i'm sure you're not thinking about that when you're racing mm. but also when you've got verstappen breathing down your neck like i'd be likely to make mistakes yeah if that were me yeah but he did very well he did mm. not hit the wall but verstappen got around him and you know fair play to him he did very well and yeah so that is that is where my top two went slightly differently than how i thought it would in the you race. went leclerc verstappen i went in your verstappen and we and got was... a verstappen leclerc mm. i also thought that perez was going to stay in the podium the top three mm. he was a bit stuffed on that uh on that safety car that was a bit unfortunate but can we talk about ferrari pulling a mercedes because that was awesome that the way was... they baited red bull into doing a pit stop and then stayed out and then Red Bull got stuffed over by that safety car. Like it was just, it was peak Mercedes strategy. strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But should we finish your oh. predictions first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perez did not end up quite where I thought he would be. Hmm. What was he? Fourth? Fourth. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, he still did well. Did a very good job. But I thought he'd be more defensive. I thought he'd be harder to get around for some of the drivers. Anyway, yeah. Sainz also did very well good drive mm. from him and russell in p5 which is exactly where i thought he would be and he did That's very well to stay there so you had Le- leclerc verstappen paris signs russell russell and we had a verstappen leclerc signs paris russell so i think i was pretty close you were. i also predicted two red flags which might have been a bit ambitious i think we got two safety cars if yeah if you had said safety i should cars. have said safety cars that's that's on me i'll i'll learn from this and i'll come back better next time much like lewis still you're we rise. so good at taking negative feedback thank you yeah. 
And your predictions, Candice? I predicted Leclerc, Sainz, Russell, Ocon, Verstappen. I think I was a bit hopeful. Mm. I thought the Red Bull wouldn't fix their engine, but they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I thought that Hamilton would be in the top 10, which he was. That was my wild card. Well done to you. Thank you. And Can we just flag the fact that when he crossed the line in P10 and Bono got on the radio to him and said, all that's right, P10. Lewis, that's P10. And Lewis replied, are there even points for that position? It was like that bit that Ellen does where she's like, do the plane, does the plane see, go that far? Does the plane even go to like nine, 10? I don't know. <laughs> What's after first class? What's even worth it? Yeah. However, I wish they would never race in Saudi Arabia ever again. Yeah. I would agree with that sentiment. Yeah. So on to the race. On to the race. Excellent strategy from Ferrari. Mm. I was really enjoying their strategy calls. And I was querying as to whether it was actually legal what they did when they were mm. like pit now, pit now, pit now, and then they didn't pit. Mm-hmm. But I suppose because they were behind of Perez and then Perez went to pit first, it's plausible that they actually were going to pit but then when they saw him pit first they just decided to go out have you checked this with the rules at all or is this just your wild speculation well it it didn't get investigated Mm. so there it must have been plausible to some extent that that it it was legal and Mm. anyway and fair play to them it it really worked in their favor it was very well done Mm. but i don't know why paris thought he could get away with the overtake during the safety car yeah, that was a bit of a... <laughs> when they were like, you have to give the place back. He's going, aww. <laughs> Red Bull, man. I feel like they just... They, they're very much of the the thought process that you should just do something now and then apologize later. What's yeah. that phrase? Asking for forgiveness is easier than asking for permission. Yeah, that's the one. I yeah. feel like that's very much Red Bull's philosophy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, probably most of them yeah, because they push the boundaries every day and that's how you win in the sport, I suppose, because you're winning by a tenth of a second maybe or a hundredth of a second. So, you know, you've got to squeeze every bit out of the sport that you can. Other things that I noticed Mm. that I think a lot of people noticed and took issue with Mm. was the fact that we didn't get the overtakes as they happened live. Yeah, yeah. The, the race direction from the, what do you call it? It wasn't the actual race direction. See, I, I feel like we need to find out more about this. And if you were involved in the race direction of any Formula One race, please do give us a call or an email. <laughs> 1-800. <laughs> yes, so I agree. I think the race direction was perhaps not quite what we thought it was. That's what we're calling it, right? Race direction is the filming of the actual race. Well, once again, I think we need to find out more. Like, is it done by a local team or is it something that's monitored and controlled by Formula One? Presumably they wouldn't just give it out to every country that they go to because they'd want it standardized. But honestly, I don't know a lot about the mechanics of the direction or of the TV broadcast. Is it run by Sky Sports? That, I think that's one version of it. But like Channel 4 does their own viewing of it. Yeah. with I think Mark Webber was doing commentary for them. Yeah. Anyway, it was unfortunate and not great mm-hmm. that they, I felt like they showed people going into corners and coming out of corners, but they weren't showing how they were taking the corners and the overtakes that were happening in those turns, if mm. you know what I mean. Once they realized they missed something, they'd give us a replay. Yeah, which Just is so, so many weird. replays. Yeah, it was really weird and unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I think 
they took the success of Drive to Survive a little bit too literally, and they were yeah. giving us a, like a distilled version of the race when yeah. I wanted to watch That's the full race. That's a good way race. of putting it, putting it. Yeah, just yeah. show me what's happening. You can show me the replays at the end. I can go back and watch them. Give me I'm the highlights at a later date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Other things to add? It really just goes to show how a safety car can make or break a win in Formula yes. 1, does it not? <laughs> I absolutely love because it. Because Perez was doing very well off the start, mm. which was honestly I was pleasantly surprised. I did not think he was going to be able to hold on to the lead at yeah. the start of the race. Yeah. He did very well to do so. Mm. And then obviously got very unlucky with pitting. Actually, would you like to explain Candice mm. to our listeners mm. who may not be as familiar with the sport? Mm. Why is it cheaper, as they describe it, to pit during a safety car? Well, dear listener, Mm. when you pit during a safety car, the pit generally takes 25 seconds total. So you see that little number at the bottom. That's just from when they roll in, change the tires and roll out. But the whole pit, when you get into the pit lane entry and exit, it ends up being around 25 seconds. So when you're on track and like in the middle of a race, no safety car, that 25 seconds can cost quote-unquote a lot of space because the other cars are going at full speed but with the safety car out you're not allowed to overtake during a safety car Mm. cars are going slower because of the safety car so you're losing less time quote-unquote as it were as a percentage when you're pitting during a safety car so obviously everyone went to pit during the safety car as you would because it's just yeah. it's everyone does it yeah but um, if you've just pitted before the safety car as Perez had then he was just stuck right at the back yeah and uh, there's no benefit to pitting again no. your tires haven't been used in any way mm. just, so unfortunate for him but you know maybe it was Red Bull's turn because they got the luck of the safety car in Abu Dhabi of last year I hope that there's more luck to be drawn for everyone side? but Red Bull yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was a shame it was Perez and not Verstappen, but I'm sure there'd be a lot of people out there who would say, good for Verstappen. Ricardo lost power. I'm changing the subject. Oh, you're changing the subject. Can I change the subject again? Yeah. Mike Crack looked good on the pit wall. (laughs) So I had that in my notes as well. It's like, (laughs) as we look into Mike Mike Crack. (laughs) You could just tell that Crofty got so much joy out of saying that. He seemed to be having a great time, did Mike Crack? Mike Crack looked good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know who did not look good? Zach Brown. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Ricardo because he lost also, power. Yeah. That's not his fault. Just sucks. No, no, it's not unless he like switched the power off mid-race and was <laughs> just like, stopped yeah, driving. Just done with this. Yeah. yeah. I've got a yacht to get to. <laughs> it was... It was an interesting race, like at the at the end and at the beginning, and with the strategy. But there was a lot of points in this race where I was just kind of like, "And off we go again." Yeah, I mean, I can't really untangle it from the fact that I already knew the outcome of the race before I saw the race. Yeah, and this is the part of the problem of living in Australia as a Formula <laughs> One fan. Is there are very few races that you can actually watch live. I mean, mm. some of them, to be fair, are at like eleven o'clock but also on a Sunday evening, which is not ideal for us. This was at 4 a.m. And very few people, unless you're 
insane and or Candy's partner <laughs> were awake to watch that live at four o'clock in the morning here. That's just an and. You've yeah. You're insane and Candy's Crazy partner. Crazy and Candy's partner. I don't know why he got up. He had like this whole reasoning of getting up yeah. at the crack of dawn for the race scary. and it just simply was not necessary. But I'd stay up for a lot of races yeah. if well, I... We stayed up for Abu Dhabi and that was a late race. Yeah, we did. Mm. But that was the finale as it were it was the final countdown and we thought we were going to have a really good evening we did not we did not so i went into this race knowing the outcome because i woke up on monday morning and i was like you know what i just know i'm not going to get through this day without Mm. it being spoiled for me somehow i managed to get through last week okay without Mm. finding out anything that happened in bahrain Mm. and i just knew that wasn't going to happen for a second week in a row so i thought i'll just spoil it for myself i'll find out what happens I had a look at everything and I was like, ah. And then so when I watched the race and I saw Leclerc leading and I was like, well, he's he's not going to win it. I know he's not winning it. So it just sort of detracted from it a little bit. Yeah, I enjoy watching races where I don't know what's happening. But yeah. it's just so unrealistic to go through the day, like, especially when you're on Instagram and stuff. Just It's, it's going to pop up. There's mm-hmm. no way of, like, muting Formula One from your world. I did it last week. Somehow. Mm. Didn't you have your blinders on, though? I had to have people in the office who would warn me if it came up on the television, on the, like, the news. <laughs> They'd be like, Jamie, you need to look away now. And I'd be sitting in there in the corner being like, okay, don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. I walked into the kitchen within the first two minutes of being at work and the newsreader, who was also a very big Formula One fan hmm. and a wonderful person, started saying something about Ferrari and Verstappen and so I was there in the kitchen with people walking around me like halfway through making a tea just standing there blocking my ears going la 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 <laughs> it's a wonder I still have my job honestly I was gonna say and that was the day Jamie got labeled the office weirdo <laughs> definitely not the strangest thing you've done at your job if if you can't pick who the weirdo is in your workplace it's you the good thing it's is me. I <laughs> The good thing is I work in an aged care facility, uh, so there's a lot of strange people around and most of them live there. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I say that. I love. think you, you planned that so that you wouldn't be the strangest person there. It works. Mm. Yeah, the things that I do oh, not, to keep people entertained. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Yeah. I did a gymnastics demonstration this morning. Forgot to tell you. Oh. Um, not this morning, this afternoon. It was happy hour at, mm. at work. What's happy hour? The residents have wine and beer wow. and cheese at what and crackers. Of, 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 at what time of day? 3 p.m. Ah, the traditional happy hour, yes. <laughs> it's, it's 6 p.m. somewhere, yep. you know what they say. <laughs> yes, and no one was really doing anything, uh, so I just went in the middle and was like, and first, Are you having wheel. a good time? <laughs> I, I know you are. At <laughs> uh, first, a cartwheel. Very Following, good. round off. Ten points. Did you actually do that? Yeah. At work? Yeah. You did a cartwheel and a round off. And then I did a handstand. I did a forward walkover as well. You are so impressive. Thank you. I am I can impressive. barely sit down without making that noise that old people make. Ah. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. that was me. Here, I'll demonstrate for you. Yeah. <clears throat> if you could. So you hear all those cracks? Yeah. Do you hear these? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I stand up, I go, oh! <laughs> so that's where I'm at in my life. You sound like an individual with the knees of someone 70 years old. I have these really clicky ankles as well, which has precluded me from pursuing a life in the secret service. 
Or I'd have to like sort of crawl around on my belly all the time. Yeah. Like I'd have to go through the air vents and then be like, and everybody else would be walking through the house just like doing normal spy things and I'd be in the air ducts. (laughs) Squirming. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, ah, classic air duct Jamie at it again. You're using your real name as a spy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Double O. 44. It's Lewis's number. It is. Mm. Um, there actually is no evidence that clickiness is bad for you in any way. If oh, your really? joints are clicky, it doesn't mean anything. So that was a fine noise for me to make? Genuinely fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People really freak out. You didn't look like it was fine. And the noise you made with your vocal cords was unpleasant. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> but cr- clicky knees and ankles and backs and stuff, no evidence that it's bad for you. You heard it here first. Mm. That is official physio advice the evidence as of 2022 march 30th so gasly got injured did you see this no after he finished the race as he came across the line and secured p8 he said i feel like every left turn someone was stabbing me on the inside on my intestine so it was not nice and he later posted a photo to instagram of his chest being scanned uh so it's unclear exactly what the health issue was but um, a doctor has seen him. So hopefully he's okay. Good old gas man. I'm trying to think. Sorry, this is me going yeah. like, what's wrong with him? I wonder if it's a rib. Could be. Or a spinal nerve. Because you shouldn't feel your intestines. Like if <laughs> <laughs> There's the professional opinion once again. If you... Are feeling your intestines um, definitely a sign something's wrong? I, I'm not. I, this, I'm just simply going off of the information that you just said mm-hmm. and assuming he hasn't been stabbed in the gut. Perhaps a rib or spine issue. Yeah. Hopefully nothing serious. Pierre Gasly on his Instagram story said, I'm feeling much better. Sunday was a nightmare, but I'm all good now. Yay, Pierre. Very good, Pierre. Hmm. Uh, why did they do an ultrasound? I don't, like, I genuinely can't stop thinking about this now. I'm like, what was wrong with him? I'm sure we will find out more in the lead up to Melbourne. Speaking of things that we've all been wondering about, mm. also Lewis's car, hmm. presumably. I, I mean, maybe there are some people that just weren't curious in any way, shape or form. I'm concerned. I am concerned as well. And also just curious as to why he was so off the pace of not only the top, drivers you know the top four mm-hmm. but the fact that his car was so off the pace of george's as well as the other mercedes driver yeah now apparently he said i don't know how different the cars were set up but he, he literally he called the car undrivable with the setup that he chose he said it's my own fault i made some setup changes so hopefully they'll be able to rectify that to a certain extent before melbourne yeah doesn't sound great but hopefully they can at least get him up to a level where he's on par with George again. Jamie Howell. Ken Sodgers. Did you see my Instagram message? What was it? You didn't. I don't know. What was so it? In, Why don't you tell me and then I'll tell you if I saw it. In Miami, mm-hmm. they are doing a team principals parade before the driver's parade. Why the fuck do we not <laughs> get that in Melbourne? <laughs> That's how I know you haven't seen my message. Oh. <laughs> I was. I hate that. I messaged Jamie and I said, if this were the case in Melbourne, they would have to double the security on Bonotto. <laughs> Triple it, perhaps. 
Toto would be able to handle himself. 25 minutes of team principals parading. (laughs) I will find my happy place. And my happy pace is thinking of Binotto. (laughs) Wow. Just wow. Like, I just think it's interesting that they wouldn't have it in Melbourne. Shall we wrap this baby up? Well, I think we should talk about Melbourne. Oh, sure. Because... We will be there, if that yes. is not already obvious. So, for those three people, mm. if you would like to come and say hello to us at the Grand Prix, please do. We would welcome it. We will be in the Grab- Brabham Grandstand. The Grabham Grandstand. <laughs> <laughs> we will be in the Grabham Texas Poco Grandstand. <laughs> So please do come and say hello. Please do. We're incredibly friendly. Some say too friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Much like a dog that jumps, some people ask us to take a step back. <laughs> if you don't know what we look like, check out our check us out on Instagram. Well, we can put some photos on the Instagram so people know what to look out for exactly. or what to avoid. Yeah. If that's uh, if that's your preference. If you would rather not hear us ramble, mm. cheer, cry about mm. Bonato, you know who to stay away from. Do you think I'll get to see him? One day. Do you think I'll get to see him at this race? I think. Do you think he'll know who I am? I think the the Bonotto was within us all along. (laughs) Real Bonotto. It's about the Bonottos we found on the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)